So you lay down, you get sleepy, and fall deeper and deeper. You wake up and remember a whole bunch of weird, random things that happened in your dreams. Well, you move on, right? You forget. Until the next night. Repeat. It's all involuntary though, right? Dreams are... They're random, and there's no point of giving them too much weight in your life. But, oh, back up, y'all. Back up. What if I told you there might be a way to control your dreams? And what you do in those dreams, well, well, it just might. (sighs) Make your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Quote, a lucid dream is a type of dream in which the dreamer becomes aware that they are dreaming. During a lucid dream, the dreamer may gain some amount of control over the dream, characters, narrative, or environment. That's from Wikipedia, y'all. What's up? Hi. (laughs) I, I ran across this term, lucid dreaming, while researching something completely different. And y'all know how it goes. You, you get down these little rabbit holes, right? (laughs) And here we are a freaking podcast episode about it. And, And listen, before you think that this is some hocus pocus, crazy stuff, let me assure you that this, this phenomenon dates back to Aristotle himself, who mentioned this in his, uh, 350 BC work on dreams. And as of late, it's actually been studied by scientists who say that, yeah, they can prove that this is real. And we're going to dig into that in just a second, along with why this may not be just cool, (laughs) but also good for your mental health. But before we get into all that, remember, we're not promoting anything here. This is just a fun educational podcast. So make sure you go talk to your doctor before you be lucid dreaming. I mean, he's probably gonna think you're absolutely crazy, but at least I covered my butt here, right? Anyway, linked up in the show notes is an article that I found from Allure.com who introduced this conversation by first reviewing um, REM, REM cycle, which is the very last sleep cycle that we enter into about 90 minutes into sleep. And just a little refresher for you guys, REM stands for rapid eye movement. I didn't know this. I I always knew it was rapid eye movement, REM, but I, I should know this, right? Rapid eye. It actually means that your eyes are speedily, speedily, speedy, speedy twitches, speedingly twitch. You know what I'm trying to say? Your, your eyes are twitching a lot, very fast beneath your eyelids and which is actually tracking all the, the mental images in our minds while we dream. I didn't know that. I know I should be knowing that. I'm like in my mid thirties and I've been dreaming my whole life, but I didn't know. I knew that was like our deepest sleep cycle, but I didn't know that our eyes are actually twitching with, with all the, the images that we're seeing. And I read in this article that they haven't actually found out exactly why 
we do dream, but they know that lack of dreaming or the lack of being in this sleep cycle can actually cause obesity and memory problems and increased inflammation, which is interesting. It also says that our bodies really are off duty, quote, quote, off duty when we're sleeping, but our minds are really alert. And there's a term called paradoxal sleep, which encompasses this, right? We're, we're sleeping, we're resting, but this rapid eye movement, this dreaming, we don't know much about it, do we? I don't, especially this lucid dreaming business. But it says that, quote, some of our brain functions during REM are identical to those that occur in wakefulness. We are resting during this and it's essential. And during this time, lucid dreams, which is a form of taking control of your own unconsciousness. Now we're about to dig into why you would want to do this. Why would you actually want to control your dreams? But let's dig into how. (laughs) There's a YouTube video linked up in the show notes where Matthew Walker, a professor of neuroscience and psychology at the University of California, Berkeley, refers to some studies using fMRI's technology, being able to measure brainwave activity and prove that lucid dreaming is in fact real. He says in the video that I believe he said 20 to 30% of the population are able to do this easily, but you can learn how to do it. Now, I mean, it it seems kind of obvious to me why you might want to control your dreams if you're having a bad dream or maybe you're just curious and you want to be like, I want to go to the beach today. (laughs) Something like that. Like it seems kind of, okay, we can have fun with lucid dreaming. We know we dream and we can actually learn how to control our dreams. Some 20 to 30% of the population do this easily. This seems like a cool thing. Uh, But why in the world would you want to do it? Why would you want to do it? I know I'd want to do it because I'd be having some adventures, you know what I'm saying? But not the dangerous adventures, like the adventures where you know you're sleeping. And that's that's an interesting thing about lucid dreaming when I was doing the research is um, it's it's not that you can kind of pick your dream before you go to sleep. It's you're actually in the dream and you're conscious that you are sleeping and that you're actually dreaming and then you can play with it, which is wild. It's crazy. I don't think I've ever done that in my entire life, but you know your girl's gonna be trying later tonight. But how do you how do you get into that state? Well, back to the Allure article, there's a woman named Annie Ferlise who is an avid lucid dreamer and an astrology expert, and she gives two main points here in this article. That first of all, you begin lucid dreaming by simply turning your awareness to the idea of it. This quote wakes up your subconscious to the practice. So she's just saying, hey, the whole awareness, like listening to this podcast, learning about it and actually wanting to do it. That's step number one. And then she also recommends practicing awareness throughout your day. Quote, observing small details about your own body and your surroundings, such as taking note of your hands or feet throughout the day. Activating the senses and grounding yourself also promotes lucid dreaming. So be aware of it, desire it, and then also to just practice throughout the day um, hyper-awareness of of details. And this is probably going to make a little bit more sense here in a second. I also linked up in the show notes uh, a young man who calls himself I Am Lucid on YouTube. Fascinating channel. I went down a big old rabbit hole with this young dude. But he has multiple YouTube videos about this concept. He shares his story where he got into lucid dreaming when he was about 13, 14 
years old because he really hated school and it was almost a way to escape in school. <laughs> this is crazy, but actually sitting in class, he would like knock himself into like a lucid dream state uh, and be able to escape, which is kind of funny, but also makes me really sad for our school system and not being able to engage with students like him who struggle in certain environments. But anyways, that's not the point. We're not going to go on to that. You know what I'm saying? But he ended up hitting, I guess, kind of fame status or getting really popular on YouTube, helping people learn how to use lucid dreaming. And he says that if you're new to it, what you do is you actually set your alarm early, like before you need to wake up, like four or five in the morning or something. And while you're in that sleepy state, kind of practice it there because you can kind of fall in and out of, of sleep. And that's where, um, you can kind of feel the transition a little bit more. So he says, wake up early, get a comfortable position, do not move, stay awake, but relax and consciously kind of notice yourself fall back into a dream state. Uh, He also recommends having a dream journal. So just again, practicing that awareness where you are paying attention to your dreams. He also mentioned this really interesting technique, and I forgot what it's called. I think like a reality testing. I, I saw it in a few different blogs where when you get really good at this lucid dreaming stuff, apparently sometimes it's hard to know whether you're dreaming or you're awake in real life, which is completely nuts. It reminds me of the movie Inception. Have you seen that? Where they had the... I think it was like a penny or a little marble or something that they they kept in their pocket to know whether they were down the rabbit hole rabbit hole that's matrix you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> whether it was reality or a dream or whatever uh i am lucid and many other articles i found kind of do something similar they're they're very active in this whole lucid dreaming world and so what he does is he takes uh, his two fingers on his right hand and he puts it into his left palm and if it Uh, hits his left palm, then he knows he's in reality. And then if his fingers go through his palm, he thinks he's dreaming. I know this is wild, y'all. This is like, what are you talking about? So let's reel us back in real quick, because I know I'm going down some crazy paths here. We're about to dig into why this might be an interesting thing to play with for a mental health practice. But just to kind of recap, uh, again, lucid dreaming is just a type of dream in which the dreamer is aware that they're dreaming and they might be able to gain um, control over that dream through fMRIs. They've actually been able to measure brain activity and have some really interesting studies where they have shown that lucid dreaming is actually real. It dates back to Aristotle. We know that this REM sleep is important for our health. And there's something going on within our brains. We don't know exactly what it is, the rapid eye movement, all of that, but it's just a very interesting state that we enter into, hopefully, if your sleep's well, every single night. And some people are able to claim, again, Matthew Walker says 20 to 30% of the population is able to easily go into that dream state, know that they're dreaming, and be able to control that dream but why would you want to do that? And that's where we're going to end here. And I'm going to go back to our friend, I am lucid. It's so cute. <laughs> I'm, I'm obviously older than him in the way that he uh, talks in his YouTube channel. It's fun. He's like, what do you do in this lucid stuff? He's like, well, of course I fly. <laughs> he wants to fly and I don't really blame him. But he said something interesting. He said a lot of times when he um, was struggling with himself or dealing with 
some self-confidence issues. He mentioned actually in a dream going to the mirror and looking at himself and talking to himself in the dream and being able to see himself in a new light and be able to ask himself some deeper questions. And he believed, you know, his subconscious mind was telling him the answers and that he was able to really play with creativity and push his own mental boundaries within his dream and deal with some of the deep-rooted issues that he had been having through this dream state. And of course, you can't prove any of this, but it's interesting, isn't it? There's a woman named Teresa Chung, who is a dream decoder and the author of How to Catch a Dream. And back to this Allura article, she says that lucid dreams are not only safe, but they can also be beneficial for your creativity and health. But I did want to mention that she also cautions those who maybe suffer from depression to be aware that maybe the emotional intensity can lead to you feeling worse. So again, back to the disclaimer above, we're not saying you should or shouldn't try this. It's just something interesting to think about. It's something interesting to maybe make your brain happy. And what really fascinates me about this is the whole coming to your own conclusions and kind of like the young man in the YouTube video said, I think a lot of our, the things we struggle with are, are there. The answers are usually there. And sometimes life makes everything so muddy that it's hard to listen to that still small voice within us. And so for me, my translation is that maybe Going into these dreamlike states isn't some mystical, magical thing of like revealing, you know, some part of ourselves that weren't already there, but maybe in a sleep state, our defenses are down so we can actually hear and pay attention to what's been there all along. You know what I'm saying? You can try it out. Let's do it, y'all. Let's do it. Listen, whether it is navigating through grief in this unconventional way, shaking your booty, I said booty, for confidence, or practicing lucid dreaming. We just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.